1: Welcome to the Hearts Entwined Podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith. And today, listeners, we've got a very special guest, Marla Martison, and she is the mystical matchmaker. So we've got some great stuff coming up in the form of dating tips with our mystical matchmaker. Hi, Marla, how are you?
2: Hello, Lynn, I'm fantastic. Thanks so much for having me on your wonderful podcast.
1: And where is it that you're based just for the benefit of our listeners today, Marla?
2: I'm in the city of Angels, Los Angeles, California.
1: Wow, excellent. So what time of day is it there for you? Uh,
2: it's 11.05 a.m.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> and here I am. I'm, I'm in Spain and it's actually 8.05 p.m. here. So, Oh, yeah,
2: okay, yeah. Good yeah. nine hours
1: okay. difference
2: my whole day ahead of me it's a beautiful day we've got springtime and there's so many roses in my neighborhood everybody has these big beautiful roses so i walk my dog and just have that beautiful aroma and uh so it's it's gorgeous gorgeous out here
1: excellent well it's, it's fabulous to meet you and it's fabulous to have you on the show um, we've got summer coming up and I know that sort of pre-off there we were talking about summer love and wouldn't that be a good topic to, to get into and talk about in today's episode?
2: Exactly, summer love. Well, you know, I, gosh, doesn't time seem like it's just speeding up? It's just unreal. And um, <laughs> I, one of my favorite self-help uh, motivational speakers, Les Brown, he always says, life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer you get to the end the faster it goes (laughs) and it it does seem like it's just going by i mean here we are halfway through the year and i know a lot of singles make that resolution okay this is going to be the year i'm going to find my soulmate and uh, then, you know, it's getting already up on Halloween and the holidays, and, and then you still don't have that special someone that you've been hoping hoping to meet. So you've got six months left, and, and I don't like putting these timelines on anything, um, but we do, as humans, we kind of get these, la- like, landmarks or... Um, plans in our heads because oh i want to be so with someone for the holidays or the new year and then valentine's and all that and it is it does make life you know sweet to have a sweetie it just puts like some icing on the cake to have someone special in your life to absolutely do with. yeah so um uh some things that you can do for um attracting your soulmate i i I've written five books. I have two dating advice books and then three memoirs. So, I've been a matchmaker for seventeen years, and uh, so I've really seen what singles can do to sabotage, uh, also to um, call in their soulmate. I've, I've, you know, heard it all, kind of seen it all, and and developed some some tips. And the first thing, uh, so I'm I'm assuming more women probably listen to this podcast, right, Lynn?
1: Yes, I think that's definitely the case, although I'm hoping that I do attract some men within the audience.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, so um, ladies, well, I'm going to, this, this goes for both, but, but uh, women tend to uh, struggle a little bit with self-esteem, whereas a guy like, for example, how many women, you know, friends and stuff will look at ourselves in the mirror and will say, hey, you know, does my butt look big in these pants or, you know, I need to lose five pounds and then I'll be happy. A guy never asks anybody that. They just think they're fabulous, you know? <laughs> 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 they're not concerned with that. So, so we can kind of be hard on ourselves. So self-love, self-love, self-love. Whatever you've got to do to turn up that self-love um, is going to be important. Because when we meet people, we're meeting them on a frequency match. So, um, for example, I can use myself. Um, I had a good childhood. Uh, But I had, there was a lot of alcoholism within the family Um, there. I was bullied in school. So I, looking back, I kind of look at why um, for years and years, did I attract guys who were verbally abusive or jealous uh, or cheated on me? I I stayed in the same pattern and um, I don't know, you know, and I'm still clearing now I'm in my fifties and I'm working on that with a shaman with doing um, deep diving, um, shamanic journeys with some plant medicine. I'm, I'm really been working on myself a lot to clear a lot of this stuff. And when we go back and kind of look at our patterns in our childhoods and see why do, why do we do this? So for some reason, all those times that I get involved with these guys and I married. I got married, I'm on my third marriage, but this one's sticking because we're together 18 years. But, <laughs> but why did I always get... Uh, so it was a frequency match. Somehow my frequency of not feeling good enough maybe that you know that that the bullies would tell me you know um, call me names and um, that feeling helpless uh, within maybe the family seeing some destructive patterns there Um, so going back to clear some some things uh, whether you know there's a lot of spiritual uh, modalities that you can do Um, I'm going to tell you how to contact me uh, at the end of the show but you can contact me if you need some help with that Um, But taking a look at that, because so many of us women will date actually the same guy. He's just in a different pair of pants. Right. Yeah, I absolutely.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I absolutely get that and understand that loads of women that I meet and, and train do exactly that. Right.
2: And, and it's so common and, and it's like, what is, what in the heck is going on? I might as well stayed with the first one if I was just going to attract the same guy, you know? So um, you want to get, uh, do some modalities for that. Um, I'll give you some fun, magical things to get you started. Uh, but once you clear that, uh, start clearing that out, start loving yourself, then your frequency is going to change. And the p- those people kind of will spin out of your, existence and then the right people will spin in and what's interesting is even just walking to the bank down the street you'll notice it's interesting because i'll notice uh all this work i'm doing on myself i'll be somewhere people will just kind of look at me and it's not like when i was in my 20s or 30s and they looked at me because i was so pretty right it's not that anymore it's it's like looking at it's like my energy yes it's it's yeah it's it's my energy so so um and people will I'll just notice and even animals and stuff will start approaching you like they want to be around your vibe they want to be around you. So, something okay, so something fun that you can just do. Uh, let's say you've had a breakup or you're just trying to not to think about somebody. Um, I like to I love to do this on a full moon. You can do it anytime, but it's kind of a clearing and uh, like I like to do it in the evening. You can sit on the floor or you know wherever you want to sit. Make make your um, Your space kind of magical. You can light some candles, maybe put some little statuettes of angels or Jesus or Buddha or whatever, and um, maybe some crystals around. And get a little cauldron or a or a pot or something um, with some sand or something because you're going to burn something. So something that you know you're not going to start a fire. It's not a big burning, but and then take a piece of little piece of paper. And you write the person's name on it. So let's say we're trying to clear a guy called Mark. You know, he Mark. He's just been, you know, lingering in my energy field, and I really need to cut loose with him. And now I don't want anything to hurt him or harm him. I just want him kind of to spin out. So you'll write Mark on a piece of paper, and then you'll sit there and you take his uh, name, the piece of paper, and you can say a little prayer. You can make up whatever you want to make up, and you you know you can say, calling Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael, thank you for coming and cutting any, with your mighty sword, cutting any energetic cords, any energetic um, attachments between me and Mark, and let Mark's energy and Mark go back to uh, anything that belongs to Mark that is still in my energy field, send it back to him and uh, clear me completely um, for the highest good of all, under grace and perfect ways, amen. And then you take his name and you light it on fire and you let it drop it into your little cauldron or pot, whatever you're using, and just let it burn. And I did this with somebody once and I did it on a Wednesday night. And then I remember, and then on a Saturday I was texting with that person and he, he said, Oh, you just, it's so weird. Cause I hadn't spoken to him in quite a while. And he says, Wednesday, you just popped into my head and you've been there ever since I have no idea why. So, and so it was a nice little experiment and I'm like, well, I know why. (laughs) So I love doing that ritual. It could be with anything, friends, it could be with situations. Um, It's, that's something kind of fun that you could do.
1: I, I definitely think that's a great idea. You know, give somebody a practical exercise to do that's really simple like that to, to detach away from somebody that they know isn't good for them or they know that, you know, there's no reciprocal investment, from right
2: right and it and it's so hard we get attached and it's it's that oxytocin you know once a it's a hormone that's released um it's kind of called the love hormone um when you make out with a guy when you have sex with somebody when you give birth to a baby that's released to bond with the baby it's like the bonding hormone. so um and that's where i tell the guys be careful Uh, not to lead a woman on, if you're going to sleep with a woman or really be intimate and then you're not going to call her again, that's where you get stalkers. You know, the women could go crazy because they think they, you get attached. I remember that happening to me when I was in my thirties, I'd be with a guy, spend the evening or spend the night. And uh, I knew, I knew in the back of my mind, this guy is not the guy for me, but I was like already planning our wedding (laughs) because, you know, the oxytocin had been, you know, released. So you wanna remember that and be, be careful about that because you can get
1: uh, attached. Um, I, I do think know. as well, if we're in sort of like our negative feminine, or, well, I always refer to you know being in our negative feminine, if we are in that space of lacking that self-worth and not valuing ourselves and not feeling good enough, that we then are usually likely to go looking f- for love through sex. And that isn't a good right. recipe for long-term relationships.
2: No, it's not. And even uh, women. So I'm a matchmaker. And I had an incident uh, recently where I've got I had this client, he was tall, dark, handsome, uh, wealthy, you know, very charismatic. And he had a little bit of player in him because he could attract the ladies. So I mean, he was looking for a relationship. But in the meantime, if, if he, he felt the woman wasn't his long term, he would still seduce her and sleep with her and 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 this one woman went ahead spent the weekend for the on the first date and everything and she's oh my god he's looking into my eyes he's telling me that he's never had this connection before mm. and blah 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 and I'm like well yeah the men men want sex let's just uh you know put it bluntly it's not their fault that's how they're built and the, they will say anything often to to get it so, <laughs> so yeah. So don't just uh, jump in the first date. You've you've got to wait and play it out and see what their intentions are and everything. But it is—it's so like exciting to think, oh my God, this this guy, we have this soulmate connection, and and that's my guy. And but you don't even know the person, and you know that happens to all of us. So we've got to um, hold back, hold back a little there.
1: I absolutely agree. I'm always giving women that sort of advice. You know, know your value, know your worth, and if you know that you know, you can let him know you're interested, but let him invest at least as much, if not more in the relationship before you cross that sort of intimate line.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, I have another, I have another little, uh, uh, ritual that you can do. That's great for self-worth. So, you know, water is programmable and, um, our whole body is mostly water and, um, we are, um, you know the moon. We can notice that with the tides, and and water is really something uh, within us that um, has a lot of effect on us. And so you can take. Um, I have a beautiful bottle with with uh, crystals uh, in the in a pot of crystals in the bottom, and I can program those crystals. But you could take just a nice glass or a jar, or anything, and put some wa- uh pure purified water, in it, and then sit with it and. Um, hold your hands. You're going to do like some energy work and you're going to program the water and you're going to say some affirmations and just put like, put uh through, bring some energy through your crown chakra, down through the universe, through your hands into the water and uh, put love into that water. Just focus love energy into the water and then uh, drink the water. And um, it's going to, you know, program, water in you for for love for self-love and just do that every day and um, see how you feel
1: how long would you say you know or would you say it varies from person to person that that you'd think that somebody would need to do that would it depend on you know how much they are lacking that feeling of self-worth and self-love and not being enough or do you think there's sort of like over the period of a week that that, that would be a great that a yeah. sort of progression and and, and shifting themselves yeah yeah
2: that would be great to say okay or even say i'm going to do this for 30 days or and then do it whenever you know you can do it um once a week or whenever you whenever you feel like it or you could do it every day it's you're sitting there with you should be we should be drinking water six to eight glasses a day so if you're going to have one just just uh Put some love into it. Even your food, you know, I'll, I'll put, cause I'm a Reiki practitioner, so I will Reiki my food. I'll put my hands over my food and send it some energy because we've got a lot of chemicals in the food and GMOs and all of that. And, and then the people preparing your food, you don't know if they were angry or having an argument or stressed back if you eat in a restaurant, you know, so you can kind of send some, clear your food, send some love to your food even, just a little quick thing.
1: Yeah. And people might think this might be a bit weird or woo-woo if they've not really been exposed to this sort of stuff before. But believe it or not, you know, we're all energy and everything is energetically impacted. So this this really does work, this sort of stuff. And I think, you know, a good example of that is if you can walk into a room and feel like there's there's bad vibes in there, then uh, um, I think we can all relate to that. And certainly the opposite, you know, we can walk into a room and think, oh, you know what, there's some really good energy in here. And that's happening around us all the time, isn't it? Absolutely.
2: You just, you feel that. And um, there's a lot of anger in the world right now. You know, if we watch the news, we see, I mean, even I was, we I over here in the States, there's all these incidents of people like they're going into McDonald's and because they didn't get some free fries, they beat up the person at the counter or, you know, pull out a gun or something. It's, mm-hmm. they've been going kind of berserk, you know, so there's a lot of anger. So you want to clear yourself um, and just being kind. So, I notice here we're, we've got a lot of online dating and swiping on apps and all of that. And we kind of, um, I find singles kind of, you know, everybody's busy. People get frustrated, and I notice that we kind of view people as kind of not even real people behind these photos and behind the app, behind the the online um, service. And it's easy just to to not respond when somebody reaches out. Or ignore or kind of be short with them and just kind of but but if people can kind of go a little down into their heart and know that that person yeah there's some jerks on there or some people who are cheating or scammers but in general just try to send love to everybody on that app and come from a place of you know they're just looking for their soulmate as well and um, if there's a way to, to send back just a little you can have a, a set response that you already say like Oh gosh! Thank you so much for reaching out to me. You seem lovely. I don't think, you know, after reading your profile, I don't think we're um, a a fit, or or a fit for you know romance or whatever. And you could just send that to somebody because so many people get ignored. I've been on these uh, sites for clients, helping them write write to some of the women for my male clients. And I've written to a lot of them, and uh, I only got one response, then nobody even responds. And I thought, gosh, if I'm feeling hurt about it, it's not even I'm not even getting rejected. It's for the client. Imagine how they, they feel. So um, just try to bring a little more heart and love into your uh, responses and, and how the other person might feel, um, trying to connect. And um, that's going to bring a shift, too, for your energy and your frequency.
1: I 100% agree, you know, I do believe in karma, you might not necessarily get, you know, the, the karma back from the person that you, you um give it to, right. but you'll right. certainly get it back from elsewhere tenfold if you always adopt, you know, that that loving strategy and I always say, you know, give give somebody, uh, if you need to give them some negativity, you know, and, and it, they could perceive it as a rejection, then do it in the form of what I call a a shit sandwich. In other words, give them some positivity, you know, and then give them the bit that they're not going to particularly like in the middle and then end it with some positivity so that you know they receive it really well. (laughs) So in other words, the shit is in the middle of the the
2: sandwich. (laughs) I I remember that shit sandwich. I haven't heard that in a long time. That's good. (laughs) Oh my God. But it's,
1: you know, it's a loving way to, to respond to somebody, even if you're not interested in them. You know, you're still putting it out there that you, you're you coming, you know, from a kind heart. And uh, as I say, that would be received and given back to you tenfold if you always come from that place of being kind to people. Because especially men, I think, you know, they, they have to be the braver ones normally because uh, it's usually the men that that you know that are left to um ask the women out and i think that's only right and proper in my mind you know i think it's good mm-hmm. that traditionally men ask women out and um you know so they have to be really brave because i'm sure they have to sort of be quite tough to 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 either get no response or you know some of these rejections that are probably quite brutal sometimes <laughs> to keep persevering oh, I know. I, I remember
2: when I used to go out dancing all the time when I was a t- or a school dancer wherever go go to these dances and the guys had to come up and ask the girls and thinking back I would say no to some of the guys and then they walk away way so dejected you know and I, I it's so sad now to think back at that it was you know like no and and I and I remember I even um a guy asked <laughs> I, I was, the, I think I was in sixth grade and I was in the library and this boy comes up to me and he was kind of a nerd or, and I, I just, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be interested in him. And he's, he says, will you, you know, will you go with me? Will you go steady with me? And then I, I was in shock and I just, and, and at the time it's like, if you said back then, do you like, oh, you like him, you know, like meant like as a boyfriend or girlfriend. And so then I just said to him, no, I don't like you.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you probably scarred him for life, Mom. <laughs> oh, my God. And
2: then I, I thought, I, but I didn't know what to say. And then, you know, so so crafting, so even like our 10-year-old self, you know, we we have to go through those things. So crafting something, take a little time to craft your rejection, you know, um, sentence <laughs> to to the shit sandwich that will be good homework for everybody
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> to, to and and, and, and nice you know nice yes. thing to do that you're energetically putting out there in the universe that's going to say be you repaid back to you tenfold in, in what you received back so um yeah. you know i do believe that exactly so um what what do you think are, are some other good tips for getting ready to attract the right person marla
2: right well so um oh let me talk about this photos Uh, photos are so important. I go on social media a lot, and I've been on the the dating sites uh, for my clients and friends, helping them, and I see the worst photos imaginable, Um, photos with sunglasses, hats, side views, um, out of focus, far, uh, weird poses, uh, selfies with weird angles, um, other people in the photo. I saw one man, he was, you know, older age range, maybe 60s, and he was like his just showed the side of his unshaven face and he's holding a baby in his arms, probably his grandchild. Uh, you know, what a turn off. So um, take the time to either get professional photos. There's photographers out there who will do a photo shoot, you know, very inexpensive, or have a friend take their iPhone <clears throat> or good quality phone or camera and shoot some shoot a bunch of pictures and you know you can just delete the ones you don't like and you touch them up a little if you need to brighten it with I always tell people they can send me their photos my my email is marla at marlamartinson.com and you can email me send me your photos I'll take a look and and critique them for you for free um, it's so important I, and then I see uh, on LinkedIn I, I saw this guy who I actually knew from before he was a former client he had this picture of himself in a suit but it was a selfie and I looked behind him and there's the shower head so he's in the bathroom Oof. and though so bath and selfies in general are not uh, great just have somebody take your photo um, anybody, your mother, your child, your, yeah. anybody can take one for you. And just make sure those are good because that's the first impression. People are shallow in general. We have to like what we see, whether whatever type that may be. Somebody, when you're looking, when you're single, you have this kind of image in your mind. Well, no, not my type or my type. So you want to come across, you want to smile, look inviting. Ladies, guys, they don't have much of an imagination when they're out there dating. They're just, when they see something, they like it or they don't. So if you're uh, putting out those pouty duck lips, or you're, you're frowning because you're trying to look sexy or cool. They'll think you're unfriendly. Smile. They, I, I've had so many guys tell me this. Well, she doesn't look friendly. She want to look warm and inviting. Not too much makeup. Um, it's interesting. Men will look and say, oh, I don't like uh, so much makeup on a woman. Not thinking that, well, if you're dating her, she doesn't have to wear that much makeup every day. You could always, you know, maybe it was just that one time, but they just <laughs> assume she wears too much makeup. So, you know, less is more classy. Uh, you know, don't show your whole um, cleavage, uh, you know, on the picture, uh, but show a little sex appeal too. You don't want to look like a librarian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no it's offense to
1: librarians.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the old, the old version of the
1: librarian. Yeah. The stereotypical just, version just, that we're yeah, going ahead. Yeah, yeah.
2: The stereotype. No. Um, but When I was working at a video dating service, I remember, uh, so we had a professional photographer and the singles would come in and I'd do their video and then they'd get their photographs taken. And um, I remember uh, one gal came in and she came in from work. She was a professional and she had like a suit on, a business suit, attractive gal. So she had pictures taken in that. And then uh, there was uh, another gal who had like a cute, sexy, kind of sexy dress with a little, you know, V-neck, showed a little, you know, real cute. And that woman got picked all the time because the guys would come in and select who they were interested in, women too. And the lady that came with the business suit had hardly maybe two selections because um, the guy, they, you know, don't bring that masculine energy into dating. You know, like you're an attorney or a doctor or a businesswoman, you know, change into something more feminine, more inviting, a little bit of sex appeal, and um, you'll have a little better luck
1: left there oh, i'm glad you mentioned that because the whole of my um my listeners will know this my, my theme is around teaching and, and helping people understand masculinity and femininity and um you know quite often i think a lot of corporate women and professional women are still in that masculine energy space when they go out on dates or behind closed doors with their partner and uh you know what? It's not attractive because men don't want to feel like they're in the room with another man. <laughs> and if no. you're exuding that masculine energy, what's going to happen? You know, he's he's going to either feel um, that he's being confronted and therefore that an argument might ensue or he's going to, you know, if he's not very strong and comfortable in his own masculine energy, he might step more into his feminine and then you're not going to find him attractive.
2: Exactly. Great point. I had uh, some guys will tell me I, I don't want to date a woman attorney. I don't want to date a cop because they feel they said oh, I've met them before and they're just arguing. They're they're You know, they, they come and, and women. We have to be in our masculine in the workplace nowadays. You know, we're working with all these men. We've got to be strong. But after, if you're going to go meet a man after work. Uh, take time if you can run home and take a bubble bath or, you know, get get freshened up and put on something uh, more feminine, uh, maybe, take, you know, do a little meditation, listen to some music and uh, get into your feminine energy before you arrive. Um, that would go a long way. And I'll tell you, I'll never forget that I had this one woman that I used to match up and she was at the time, I think, late 40s, maybe early 50s every guy that she would meet would like want to marry her the the first date they would just go gaga and i asked uh one man that had knew her and had gone out with her i said what is it about her what is it that all the men just go crazy and they all want to marry her and he says marla it's because she makes you feel like you are the only man alive like you're the only person in the room like so special and she's listening and she's attentive and she's sweet and kind and bringing that feminine energy. And they just, you know, she had so many marriage proposals.
1: Do you know what? That, that, that's so important for if you're a woman listening to this, really, you know, rewind that bit and listen to that bit again, <laughs> because it's really important to take that on board. You know, I've experienced this myself. I've never had any problem with attracting dates or attracting proposals. And you know what? I know why that is. It's because you know I, I, I am fully present and I'm listening to the guys and making him feel special and, and all what you were just saying Marla, about you know uh, you know he, he felt like he was the only man <laughs> that, that, that could literally sweep me off my feet because I gave him that time I made I made the effort to, to look and feel feminine and you know this is this is the re- this is you know how you can reap the rewards. And it doesn't mean you can't ever be in your masculine energy if you need to. You know, if you need to protect yourself in a dangerous situation, if you need to be competitive in a sports environment, if you need to be assertive in the workplace, that's fine. But, you know, when you're dating or behind closed doors with your beloved, you know, give him his balls back and and take the trousers off.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Yes. And And I loved what you said, Lynn, about being present because we're often checking our phone or thinking about something else we have to do or um, but yeah just uh, being in the present moment with that person it's and I found that I was doing that I wasn't really listening to my what my husband was saying I was thinking of something else I was checking my text and, and uh, it's just feels terrible So, um, you know, put, put everything else aside and, and, uh, give somebody your full attention and anybody in your life. And it's like, gosh, people aren't doing that. Now you'll really stand out. People will really want to be around you because they feel so heard. They feel so uh, great around you.
1: Yeah. I think that's what people are crying out for. They want to be made to feel special, regardless of whether you're male or female. You know, I think, you know, if there's any guys listening to this as well, you know, particularly, Uh, women do want to feel as though they're they're being heard so especially you know men make sure you're giving her your full attention and being fully present you know and and listening because women love it you know if they feel like they're being heard And, and men like to feel like they're being respected and appreciated you know so if a guy does give you the gift of opening the door for you or pulling your chair out or paying the bill Make yeah. sure you appreciate that gesture because that is really a really lovely gift of chivalry from him.
2: Yes, absolutely. It's so interesting, isn't it? This time is so confusing because women, a lot of us make more money than the guys. We want total equality. We all of this. But then when it comes to relationships, we still want him to pay the bill and for him to you know, do all this stuff. We like that uh, old fashioned dynamic, which really does tend to work best because we are you know uh, male and female were made a certain way with certain hormones and certain uh inner roles that that come out um protector nurturer and all of that so um if we can kind of stick to those old-fashioned um roles uh bring that out uh it it works really well
1: it does because whatever has worked in the past you know through ancient Traditions, times that's been passed on through wisdom, through elders that that's contributed to, you know, what really is it that creates a phenomenal, passionate, healthy, fulfilling relationship that's not changed since man walked the earth the only thing that's changed is, is our society and i think unfortunately in the name i've said this quite a lot in in some of these episodes in the name of equality you know that that word has been misunderstood equality means equality equal opportunities you know it means right opportunities for everybody regardless of gender race ability sexual orientation whatever you know it means Equal opportunities. It doesn't mean being the same as men. We're not meant to be the same as men. Otherwise, we wouldn't have, you know, um, men and women in in our animal kingdoms. There'd just be one sex that reproduce itself all the time. <laughs> right. And then I want to bring
2: up now. We have so much conversation around uh, people who are you know, transgendered or gendered, uh, I think they call it cis or genders where, you know, someone doesn't feel like a man or a woman. It's, it's a different, you know, there's a lot of now different variations of of, how people. So, so I mean, the same thing applies, you know, the same, um, maybe not the masculine and and feminine roles, but the same thing applies in bringing your, your kindness, your compassion, your uh, being present, you know, how, how you're going to be um, personality wise I mean that's that's uh, something for each individual but but uh, I, I hate to you know not include everyone there I mean the same principles will will apply for everybody.
1: Yeah I agree you know and at the end of the day you know there are definitely people that fall into that category of being transgender or they might have been born with um, you know the the genitals or the the internal organs of both sexes and we know right. those people exist and we need to make them feel welcome we need to show compassion and obviously we need to help them integrate into society into society and feel comfortable but what uh, i think has been misunderstood is that the answer to and the solution to that isn't to make us all feel gender confused <laughs> <laughs> i know
2: <laughs> exactly just, I think what it, what, what the most important probably takeaway here is self-love with all the things we were talking about first in the top of the interview is, is loving yourself. And, um, if somebody else can't accept you, that's, you know, uh, they can happily go along their way because there is, I always say there's a top for every, there's a top for every pot. <laughs> there's somebody for everybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent agree with that absolutely 100% agree so any any more tips around um dating online Marla or um... yeah
2: um
1: online
2: also just you know of course be careful um there's somebody I was talking to that was had a relationship like for months and months with somebody online and never met in person and didn't video chat and they're convinced they're in a relationship, and and just be careful not to fall into that. People can can really get you with their words and their their you know, romantic courting online. Uh, you want to take it off of there and, I think a great way to stay safe. Um, of course, you're going to meet somebody in a public place and not go to their home or invite them over. Um, early on, but I've, I'm loving the technology of FaceTime and Skype, uh, video chats. You can video chat with somebody. You want to make sure is this person who they they say who they say they are, because even in my, even my matchmaking business, my partner and I have had a couple of guys want to join up. They say they're going to join and all that. And then I, we find out like this one guy, he wasn't even who he said he was, you know, was we, so we, of course it didn't, he didn't come on as a client. But there are a lot of people out there that are kind of like these tricksters. I don't know what they're doing, but you want to uh, don't fall so easily and, and check check people out. So you want to stay safe. You want to have you know, of course, great photos. Like I said, a, a good a good bio. Don't be bitter on your bio. If you like, some of the women will tend to get angry. They'll be like, so if you're not you know interested in marriage and this and that, don't even consider me- emailing me. You know, like.
1: All this kind of stuff, it's like, whoa <laughs> Totally <laughs> so, from the masculine energy that one. <laughs> right, right. It's like
2: they're already pissed off and you know. So um if you need to pay for a professional to write your bio, you know, do that. There's can be very reasonable and you can have somebody help you with it um, to shine. Because you do have a lot of competition out there. It's like a competition. And usually the people with the best pictures and the best bios. Get, get the most responses because there's there's just, it's like an inundating thousands of people, millions of people on there. So um, you've, you've got to do that. And, uh, you know, just have a positive attitude. Some people get, if you feel like you're getting burned out or frustrated, just take a break. You don't need to. Um, society kind of tells us in a way we have this pressure like you got to be with somebody you got to be out there dating you don't you can take like in the tarot they have the hermit card you know to be like the hermit and just take some time for yourself go go within uh, go to a yoga retreat or go do something nice for yourself Um, you don't have to be out there it can get exhausting going on date dates after date you know and then you get kind of burned out. Then on the date, you're telling the, the guy or the girl all the disastrous dates you've been on. And it's like the competition who's had the most, you know, disasters <laughs> and
1: it spirals downward pretty fast. <laughs> no, not, not really selling yourself if you're saying things like that anyway, aren't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it keeps happening because I get the feedback from people on dates and it, keep, they keep, it keeps happening. Things will go. Also, beware of your alcohol intake. Um, you know, women tend to be more lightweight than men. And after, you know, more than two, you'll really start spilling your guts on past dating disasters, childhood traumas, and all what medication you're on or whatever. And (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) the guys are like, "Uh Oh, she's too, she has too much drama in her life, or (laughs) she drinks too much, or they'll assume you've got a drinking problem when maybe you don't, you just had a few too many on that date because you were having fun and excited people make people make snap uh decisions they'll make first impression decisions about how you conduct yourself on that first date Mm. and uh, it's hard to turn it around
1: yeah i absolutely 100 percent agree with what you've said so um how can people get in touch with you then marla if they if if you um uh, would like to give us your contact information that would be great
2: yeah, you can go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com, M-A-R-L-A-M-A-R-T-E-N-S-O-N.com. I've got everything there, my books, my services, my matchmaking, my coaching, my podcast, YouTube channel. Also, if you put in your email, you get a free self-love guided meditation. I, I recorded that in the studio. My husband's a composer. He put some beautiful music to oh, it. Oh, brilliant. Yeah about seven minutes and you could just listen to that um and it puts in the positive affirmations into your subconscious since you can get that for free and um i might go and get that that. one
1: myself marla it sounds great
2: (laughs) (laughs) for sure it's beautiful and i look forward to hearing from anybody if you have any questions and i do energy work and some angel readings so there's a lot of fun stuff to check
1: out on my site excellent thank you so much for that That's been really great. I've really enjoyed having you on as my guest. And I will put, for the benefit of the listeners, Marla's contact information in the show notes as well. So if you didn't quite catch that in the audio, then know that if you just access the show notes, you'll be able to get Marla's information in there. So that's it for today, listeners. I'm going to leave it there until next time. You know what I always say. True love starts. With opening our hearts. So for now,
0: until next time, goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email Lynn at hearts entwined.com. That's L Y N at hearts entwined.com. Remember, True love starts with opening our hearts.